like Carly said, it is not you. No. You are a sexy freaking badass. Okay? Yeah, you are a goddess. <laughs> you are a goddess. <laughs> For real though, like own it. Like women are all stand goddesses. in your power. Sex is like there's sex is so complicated. It is. It's super complicated. Hey guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. So are you getting excited about Christmas? Like, are you re- like, are you ready? Like, how are you feeling? I'm starting to, I'm starting to really get there. I, I get excited about um, like some of the traditions that we do. So um, like going to see all the Christmas lights and even there's this area down um, in Dana Point by the pier that we go to every Christmas. It's all lit up. So I'm excited about getting excited about those sort of things. And I, I'm drinking coffee right now, but even this morning I was like, you know what would be nice is like eggnog in my coffee. Like things like – Do you like eggnog? I do, but like things oh, – You do. Yeah. I, I do not. It's like the traditions, like the things you only do once a year that are starting to get me really yeah. excited. Although our Christmas tree like could have like started on fire last night because the fuse literally burned mm. through – Like Stop. I have to show you this picture. Um, through the like electrical Do you have a pre-lit cord. tree? Yeah. Or did you have to light it yourself? Uh, um, yeah, it already has the lights on it. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd made a major error of buying one that was not pre-lit. <laughs> major, major error are you ex- for my life. Are you getting excited, though? Does it feel like Christmas to you yet? It's Yeah, it's starting to. Um, I did put the – I was like the first house to put the lights outside because I was getting excited. Um, and then I had – so I had three – I love blow-up outside – things like they make me I have always loved them like since and you in your yard yes like and I know that some people find them just so tacky and so ridiculous but every single time I see a blow up in someone's yard it gives me instant joy so I had the kids pick out some blow ups so we got a an elf a Christmas tree and Peppa Pig oh my god and then I put like some lights out too but uh there was really bad storms the like yesterday here and there was even tornadoes and stuff which is crazy like that is crazy. what like it's like winter um and uh and down went my christmas tree i don't know what happened to it but it will not blow up anymore it's so sad <laughs> i was like oh man well, good thing that was only like 15 dollars. r.i.p but I know RIP Christmas tree. So Peppa Pig and the Elf are still standing strong. But yeah, I do feel like I I actually think I'm like done with presents. Like I'm I think I'm done. I don't really like I've been buying stuff since like Amazon Prime Day in June. And then like like when I'd go out shopping and be like, oh, this is like a really good thing for Christmas. Like I just buy it and throw it in the attic. So I'm not exactly sure what I have. <laughs> there was even some stuff in the garage the other day. I was like, God, do I have enough for Charlie? And then I was like, I like uncovered like this heaping pile of boxes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is all Charlie stuff. I love that you're was, like, that It's like mom. Clark Griswold. Yeah. Oh yeah. That buy stuff in oh, yeah. June. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I've always wanted to be like, my grandmother, you know, always had the holidays at her house and her uh, closet, I remember, was just filled with, she would buy like, like pottery barn stuff for like the adult and like, like little clocks and things. And she'd buy like 10 of them, you know, for everybody. And I would go in her closet and throughout the year, you could just see all of the stuff she had already purchased for people 
And I, I always thought, I was like, God, grandma's so prepared. And I always loved that about her. And now I feel like I'm carrying on the tradition. My grandma taught me well. I love, I love that. So that's kind of fun. So I do feel like I don't need to buy anything. I'm not going to be stressing around, like going out and buying last minute gifts. I even bought wrapping paper yesterday. I'm going to do like Bella and Charlie's presents in two different wrapping papers so that it won't be confusing. I do that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they'll just know, oh, these are mine and this is this is mine. But I do. I feel – I know we have a good mom, bad mom segment, but I feel like a good mom in that aspect of my life right now. Well, and I honestly really do, like, mean it when I say, like, moms are the spirit of Christmas. Like, we, oh, yeah. we really do bring the magic and – um, just like the feeling of warmth, I think, you know, like most dads, some dads may be out there knowing what's under the Christmas tree, but most dads don't. <laughs> yeah. Most dads yeah, aren't yeah. going to be like, let's bake Christmas cookies. Let's do, no. you know. Oh yeah. We also did put up a, uh, we got one of those, um, gingerbread houses the other day at Target and, I mean, the roof fell off five seconds later, but then I I did secure it overnight. But um, that was really fun. That was another like Christmassy thing that sometimes I just feel like, I don't know, as a parent, sometimes it's like, you know, you get so exhausted and you're like, okay, do I have the energy to like make the cookies? Do I have the energy to build the gingerbread Mm -hmm. house? But then when you start doing it, like, I feel like you get the little joy spark in yourself as well. And you're like, oh, my gosh, wait, this is really fun. You know, it's almost like you just have to, like, just start. And then you're like, oh, yeah, it is fun decorating the tree. And then at the end, it's like, oh, it looks so gorgeous. And like, oh, it is fun making this gingerbread house. And those are things, you know, I feel like families always remember. Yeah. Or even just like. Um, one of our favorite traditions that we've kind of started with Emmy because she loves the Nutcracker is reading the Nutcracker book. Um, mm, I used to love that movie. I've read it probably like, 50 times in the past. Oh my gosh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or just like finding a Christmas book, you know, like whatever somebody's Christmas f- yeah. book is, whatever their favorite one is. But that's Emmy's right now. So it's like, I love that's that that's so like cute. something that'll be like a core memory for her, I hope, you know. like Oh when yeah, she, she'll probably read it to her little yeah, girl. Yeah, when she grows up, she remembers us doing that like sometimes it's just like the small things too yeah totally yeah yeah we have uh some christmas books upstairs that we've been reading um bella's definitely more interested than charlie charlie still Mm -hmm. just wants he's like oh santa cool but the truck book you know is he i want to read about a tractor (laughs) is he good at not opening the presents because i cannot keep brooks out of the like every day he tries to unwrap them like, I swear, I'm just, oh, like, no, patching up presents constantly. No, I don't have any presents out anymore. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know when. I'm going to wrap the presents when they go to. So Evan has them the weekend before Christmas. So I'm going to wrap all the presents then. And then I'm not quite. I'm trying to think about this. We did do. Oh, yeah, we can talk about that later, though. Um, But, yeah, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> so all my presents are in the attic <clears throat> last year. My presents, like, from the big red man, red man, the <laughs> big jolly man, man, the jolly man, the, um, they were in my closet, but the kids play in my closet all the time. So I'm trying to figure out the place that they don't go, which is the attic. But the attic is, our attic is the same on the second story, but it's 
in the kids' bathroom. It's just a door that goes to a room that like you could finish, but that's the attic. It's not somewhere you like climb up to. And so I'm like, okay, how am I going to do that? Like, I don't know. I'm really trying to figure out maybe I move all the presents in the garage and then do it that way yeah. or something. I'm trying to figure out where to hide them because if they open the door and I'm like, hey, I don't, nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> Christmas night, that would be bad. Oh my gosh. And then last Christmas, I hadn't put anything out yet and Bella woke up and my mom was upstairs with her because my parents stayed over. I think they're going to stay over uh, Christmas Eve again. But she was like, did the big jolly man come to my mom? And my mom's like, I'm not sure yet. So my mom was like texting me, calling. Hey, Carly. I'm not seeing anything down there. Uh, Big John man come. My dad and I were like running around like crazy people trying to put everything under the tree. But very exciting. This year I'm going to be, it's going to be better. I'm going to, I'm going to make it work better this year. I know. I know. I mean, like we're always like scrambling. I feel like as moms. So everything just... At the end of the it day, it works out yeah, or it doesn't, yeah. and then they won't remember. They're too young anyway. It, just, it doesn't matter. It all comes together somehow, whether it's imperfect. But um, I remember as a kid when I was, gosh, I probably was like eight when I became like the professional, like I will sniff out where all the presents are. Like, oh you know, oh my gosh, you did. Oh, that. yeah. I would, I couldn't stand the anticipation. So my mom would try to hide them in like the most, like, I mean, like, she found some good spots, but I could sniff them out. I could find every present. That is so funny. <laughs> then would you open them? Like, what would you do if you found them? Yeah, I would peek, you know, like, try to, like, discreetly, like, oh, open it kidding. and peek. Or sometimes they weren't wrapped yet, and so I would just know. And Oh, my God. That's so I funny. I just couldn't I handle it that. as a kid. That's so funny. I did that one time. There were, like, some presents out, and my brother was like, you need to look in there. Like, but it was him. He was, like, trying to make me do it. <laughs> You need to look in there. I was like, no, Zach, I can't do it. And he's like, just do it. That sounds like, like such like, an older sibling just thing do to do. It. Make you the little do one it. do just, it. You, we we got to see what's in there. I think it was his gift. We got to see what's in there. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is funny. So, you know, my whole family was here for Thanksgiving and we were playing this game. <clears throat> Have you ever played? It's like one of those, it was a relationship. It was like relationship cards. But it was me and my brother and his wife. This is like going to let you into my secret side. So, well, not it's not that secret. I feel like I'm nice now, but apparently I wasn't growing up. I always knew I was like kind of a brat, but there was like this question. It was like, like, what were you like as a child and what do you wish you could change or something? And my brother was like, oh, Carly was mean. I was like, what? And he was like, you would... He was like, you would see into somebody's soul and then you would crush it. I was like, what? And so I was like, that's horrible. I was like, I remember like, I know I was like kind of a brat, but like I didn't think I was like a soul crusher because I'm not that way anymore at all. So the next morning I wake up and I'm feeling like pretty bad. Like, I'm like, I can't believe I was like so mean to everybody. Like, and he just, he didn't have like specific examples. It was more just like, he was like, you would yell at mom, dad and say horrible things. And I would just like put on my headphones because like I, I couldn't even hear how mean you were or something. And I was like, God. And so the next morning we called my dad and like the Facebook portal and he answers and he's, Zach's like, dad, we have a question for you. Because I woke up and I was like, I can't believe it was so mean. He's like, let's ask mom and dad. So we like, we call my dad and Zach's like, when he was like, how mean was Carly growing up? And he was like, and then when did she get nice? I was like, oh my God. And my dad's like, is she nice? 
so horrible. But it was so weird. Like, I I don't know if I've like blocked out parts of my childhood or something, but apparently I was like not nice. Then we asked my mom and she was like, you just always had your own opinion. Like you weren't like mean. You just like always like marched to the beat of your own drum and you didn't have time to like do anything anybody else's way, which and there's part of me that's still like that. And then we called my brother Denton. And what was weird about it was everybody was saying I was mean at a different time. So Denton was like, she was really mean in elementary school. <laughs> and Zach was like, in middle school, you're so mean. And my mom was like, well, in high school, you know, and I'm like, oh my God. So I've just been mean my whole life. It's so dumb. I felt so stupid. Honestly, though, Ugh. I have like a little bit of like a different insight into this though is because like you dealt with a childhood illness that you had no answers to and you were constantly like in pain and I feel like people who deal with chronic pain are just always kind of just mean because they don't feel good so okay I'll just say that it was that I'm gonna give you I'm gonna at least give you that (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna tell my family that was it I mean that really was I apparently when it sparked was when I was going through all that stuff but really funny i was like oh god <laughs> but i don't feel like i mean anymore which is good because you're not I actually sick feel like anymore. i'm kind of more no, of a p- pushover now yeah i'm not sick anymore so i'm super nice <laughs> yes oh oh man is it but you were like a wild mustang so you weren't mean you were just wild um okay so yeah i mean like my my younger childhood like elementary junior high i was like the star child, right? Like my parents were like, my it's pride and joy, like <laughs> freaking was so good. It was such, you know, like took care of my brothers, was like never did, tried to never do anything wrong, was like an A student, all this stuff. But I also felt like I had to be perfect. I felt like a yeah, huge yeah. weight on my shoulders. And so my junior year of high school is kind of when I hardcore rebelled. And I just found... Do you remember like the moment that you were like, I'm not going to be good anymore? Sort of. Really? Um, I mean, not like specifically, specifically, but I remember like, I think it was like 15 and my parents had like our whole lives told us that they were virgins when they got married. Oh, And yeah, yeah, I yeah. finally found out it was this lie that they were not... Mm. Oh my God. And I remember just being so angry, being like, you have like always put this pressure on me to be perfect. Yeah. And it wasn't, didn't even even have to do with like necessarily like that they were lying, that they were virgins. It had nothing to really do with this, with sex. It was just like the pressure I'd felt my whole life to be, to live up to this like perfect person. And then I was like, and you guys couldn't have just been honest. You know, you were just liars. And I remember when I just felt like, that was like the moment, you know, I was like, they're just, they're just hypocrites. They're liars. I've been trying to be this person for them. And, and oh my God, you know, and so I kind of was like, I'm just going to do my own thing and do what makes me happy and like, don't care about, you know. And so I rebelled majorly, but not until like junior year in high school, like pr- pretty much like three years, like junior year, senior year and freshman year of college. I was just like making a lot Wild. of like bad choices but you know I've learned from those I made bad choices in college (laughs) college is like such a good place to make bad choices it was funny my dad and I were just driving we were riding around the other day and we're driving by a college and I was like god I was like I was like it's so weird how these are just such tangents I'm going on today um but 
you know, when you go to college and yeah, you rebel because it's the first time you've like ever been able to do whatever you wanted to do. So like people's grades are usually like not great. Like they're fine or they're just like not great. Or, and then, and then there's the people that go back to college when they're in like their thirties and they're like paying for it themselves or they're 40 and they're just like, they get like straight A's and they're like trying so hard. And I was like, oh my gosh, like the two differences of people that like, like when my brother went back to college when he was like 30, he was like, he couldn't even get through a college class when he got out of, you know, high school. He was like, I hate this. And then he was like getting straight A's, you know, in his 30s. I was like, oh my gosh, it's so weird. <laughs> college is weird. I mean, I didn't finish college, but whatever. I mean, I think it's just like practice for the real world. You know, you're trying to like somewhat live independently and make your own decisions. And it's a lot more of like the social aspect of growing up. I, th I think that college gives you whether you get a degree or not, you know? Right. Did you um like go home for the holidays and everything during college? At, at, at some point. But like, honestly, my freshman year of college, I didn't speak to my parents for like six months or so. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I didn't do a lot of speaking to my dad for a while there. This is, I, I don't even know how we got on this tangent. I just started talking. I was like, I don't know what we're going to talk about today. And then I just started talking about I think you were trying. I think you were talking about how like you probably, even though we don't agree. I started getting rebellious by looking in presents. Oh, yes. Yes. And that even though I don't agree with the naughty and nice list, you were on the naughty list as a kid, apparently. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I guess I was. Who knew? Um, okay, you guys, we're going to take a uh, quick break. But when you get back, we have your questions once again. So excited to answer them. Um, so let's take, oh, and then we have bad mom, good mom. We have a lot of them. You guys, you have been sending them in and we are so excited to read lots of your bad mom moments that make us laugh, but we're also there with you. So let's take a quick break and we'll get back to some of your questions. Um, okay. Ready? Question number one. Hi, love your podcast so much. I just started listening and have binged through so many episodes. I am a new-ish mom. My son is now 15 months old. I've been with my partner now for seven years. The big issue is I'm having with my partner is that he doesn't help at all. Oh, dear. I have to do everything from feedings to bathing, changing him, dropping him off, picking him up from daycare, etc. Then I also do all the housework too, cooking, cleaning, etc. Ooh, I, yeah. The only thing he does is take out the garbage and recycling once a week. He will look after our son while I cook and clean, but he can only do that for so long. I also work full time Monday through Friday. We've been fighting nonstop. He's annoyed that it's never clean, which annoys me so much because if he would just help, it makes such a difference. And I feel so much resentment for him to towards him for not putting his for hold on. And I feel so much resentment towards him for not pulling his weight. Is that bad? Like something's got to change. I've told him how I feel about it, but it's in one ear and out the other. What is your advice? Oh my gosh. So many moms are just like, yes, yes, yes. I know exactly how you feel. And it's got to change. <laughs> it does. It has to change. I saw like in our mommy's tall Facebook group the other day, somebody was talking about how they had a husband that like when she would ask him to do something, he would do it. But if she didn't ask him to do it, he wouldn't do anything. Yeah, I feel that. So I think maybe the first step is like, because, okay, I'm not, I'm, this is kind of mean. 
Guys don't think. I don't think guys think. (laughs) I think (laughs) this is not nice. I'm being so hateful right now. But I think it's just like you have to tell a guy like exactly what you need because they can't, they just don't have the capacity to, to know before you tell them. So I think if you made a list of like, almost like you do chores for like kids, hey, can you do these couple things? Like since I do all of these things, you could show them these are all the things I do. Can you do these like two things Monday? Can you do these two things Tuesday? Can you, and just like give them like a few things to do every day and they don't even have to be big things, but just like a few, like, can you put the dishes away? Can you take the dishes out? Can you on Wednesday, can you just bathe the kid on Wednesday so I can take a bath? Like, and just give him like one night. And then maybe as he's more comfortable with these like little bitty things, then maybe later he would maybe give the kid a bath like twice a week. Cause he wasn't so fearful of the bath or he realized it was kind of fun, you know, or like, Oh, it's not that big of a deal. It makes her really happy that I do the dishes. And then maybe she like wants to cuddle with me because she feels like I'm being nice. Like I think a list would help. Yeah. I think, um, a list that you guys work on together as a team, I think like trying to tell them that you need a teammate in this, you know, that's what a partner is. Um, and that you're feeling, I think talking about, and at a time where you both are not angry or not feeling resentful, um, talking about it, like, yeah, I'm feeling overwhelmed. And this is called like, I think when we had Dr. Tracy on, she's a really good resource for this, but the 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 mental load or the invisible load that mothers carry and all the things that we do just so life functions around everybody else, right? And how much that is exhausting on us and that our plate is so full. So like telling him like, you know, I don't want to get to the point where I'm going to feel even more resentful to you. Like I want to be in this together. I have some things going on that you come home and you probably feel exhausted too, but this is what I need from you in order to feel like I can like be okay. And it may... I think it also goes back to like what kind of role models did he have? You know, like what was what was his family dynamic like? Did his was it did he just only see his mom doing everything? So that's what he's Yes, and lots of seeing yes, that happens to a lot of people. You know, and so it's almost like subconscious that this is how he thinks that families right. function. Um but not an excuse or maybe it, to or be maybe, that way. Not an excuse. Yeah. Um Times have changed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I do think that there needs to be more equal work within a home, um, especially with moms in the workforce, yeah. you know, especially moms who are out there going to work nine to five and coming home too and feeling like their their work is never ending. And I know I don't know if this is something that you would be capable of doing, but maybe just having someone come clean your house like once a month. Just like to get all the, you know, I mean, sometimes it's so easy, not so easy, but sometimes you can pick up all the stuff, but then there's still like, you know, the grime (laughs) that it would maybe if you could just have someone come out or more often than that, if you could afford it, but that might be 
uh, helpful. Yeah, or family or friends who may be able, you know, like it does take a village to raise a kid. Totally. We can't do this alone. No. And society expects us to do it alone. It's to set us up to like isolate mothers and we can't, we can't, yeah. So reaching out for your resources, if you can't afford, like you said, like some sort of help, if you can't, like maybe there's somebody else who is in your tight circles who can help, but it's, it's, it's frustrating. And I feel for women out there because I don't think that this is like uncommon in a yeah, lot of households. I feel like this is pretty normal. I feel like we see this yeah. a lot in our posts and our mommy's taller all group. This is a very common theme. Um, okay, shall mm-hmm. we? Oh, I ahead. always talk. Oh, I was gonna say. I, I always add. Yeah. I want to add one more thing. I always Tanner and I always talk about our strengths and our weaknesses too. So play up on his strengths. Oh, yeah. Like if his weakness is, it's like he gets anxiety trying to change a diaper or put a kid uh, in their pajamas because let's face it, like it's like wrestling yeah, a baby horrible. alligator, like I call yeah. it. Sometimes it's really hard, and it, maybe that gets are, him anxiety yeah, or doesn't know how to. Hard. He doesn't, yeah, he doesn't know how to comfort your child. And as much as like you want him to be able to do that, like everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. And I think really sitting down and talking about that too. Um, and just, and again, like reinforcing that you are a team, that this is a partnership, um, that you have love and respect for each other. And that through that, like, I mean, he just needs to show some, honestly, he just needs to show some respect um, to everything that you do and that maybe he needs to. You Aretha him. (laughs) (laughs) In a loving manner. I mean, I would, yes. Because you need to, you you should have respect for each other, so. Agreed. Okay. How long should you date someone before condom-free sex? Oh, dear. That's a. That's hard. I mean, that's that's a loaded question because you could get an STD. You could also have a baby. That's, I would just wear the condom. Just, I don't know. I mean, gosh, if. If you're engaged and you're planning a family or something and you don't mind if you got pregnant because that's like a path you're seeing, then I would say maybe you don't have to do the condom. Right. If you aren't on any sort of birth control or aren't doing like natural family planning or something, right? Like something. You should probably be using a condom until you something. have a talk about like, do you have an STD? When's the last time right. you got checked? When's the last time you had a different partner? Um, but yeah. I think if you're in a monogamous relationship and you trust that person, then possibly that may be a time that you guys can talk about it. But I feel like this is a very personal decision. Um, yeah, there's no like easy answer. It's not like, oh, three dates or like six months, <laughs> you know, on the first date. Like, I, I think if the answer is like, okay, if you say, do you want an STD? No. Do you want a baby right now? No. Then you're going to have to either wear a condom or, yes, use birth control. I mean, you have to do something. Yeah. And that's out of respect for yourself. Talk about respect. Right. You know? Right. Here's another sex question. My partner can't get off when intimate with me, but he can alone. I'm scared I'm not good enough. You know, that sounds to me like he just jerks it a lot probably or watches porn maybe as opposed to having sex as much yeah this one's deep I feel like like because it could be a whole lot of different things there's a lot of we should ask um we should we should ask an expert on that one 
I would love to get a sex therapist on our podcast because um, we do have – especially our Facebook group is full of mm-hmm. intimacy questions. And then I feel like when we do these listener questions, we get quite a few of them too. Um, I mean – It's not you, by the way. The, it, when it comes down to it, the, it's something with him. It's not. It has nothing to do with you. Right. Don't feel like you're not good enough. Um, again, I think it's just like a tough conversation, right? Like, have you asked him? Like, maybe there's something that he, I don't know, like maybe, yeah, I would ask him and see if like, maybe there's something that like he really likes that you guys are not doing and it's not like too hard of an ask and you guys could try to spice it up for, um, I do like, I don't want to read into it either, but I feel like this is sort of like maybe a porn situ- situation, but I right. don't know. I can't I feel like I can't that would be probably the go to, but yeah, that's just assuming. Um, but it's not like Carly said, it is not you. No. You are a sexy freaking badass. Okay? Yeah, you are a goddess. <laughs> you are a goddess. <laughs> For real though, like own it. Like women are all stand in your power. Yeah, you're. Yes. Sex is like there's so many triggers that hap like that happen with like sex too. Like maybe there's something, I don't know. There's sex is so complicated. It is. It's super complicated. But I would start by really talking to him and trying to maybe sit down and have a, com- a conversation about why, and then what you could maybe do to change it if you're if you want to change that, which it sounds like you do. I mean, yeah, Which isn't I would. going to be a fun conversation. It's kind right. of awkward, but yeah, I put myself is what it is. If I put myself in that position, you know, of like knowing that like my partner was getting somehow you must know because you know he's getting off alone. So you maybe have or you make it a game and you just try all these different things. Just oh, go get the Kama Sutra cards. <laughs> yeah, maybe you just like bring do a one of those toy dice. in. Maybe he likes yeah. toys. Yeah, I don't know. It's what I mean, obviously, whatever you're comfortable with. But yeah, maybe just like try something really off the wall and be like, let me let me just try till I can get it off and just see. Make it a little game for yourself. Or maybe that's a terrible idea. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> I maybe ask him what his fantasy is. Role I don't playing? Know. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Also, also like, it does why is it why do we care about what he thinks? He's being right. stupid. Uh, okay. Let's let's go on to something else. Um I love you today, okay. by the way. You're so- <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking Men about. Men are stupid and don't think. <laughs> well, I'm having a hard day. <laughs> so we have a bad mom, good mom situation. We have so many of you guys have um, written in. I say we read like three of them and we each give our own. How about that? Bella always says that. How about that? How about that? Hey, mom, can I have like an orange juice and maybe some sparkling water? How about that? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, this is from Jenny. Let's start with our um, listeners first. From Jenny. Bad mom moment. My... Year and a half year old won't stop screaming, so I gave her Doritos to make it stop for five minutes. I would do it. I'd do the same thing. That's not bad. That's just like life, man. <laughs> How about I mean, that? I have done it. I have I have said, hey, no, we're not doing Lucky Charms for breakfast. 
this morning and then <laughs> 10 minutes later been like here eat all the marshmallows I don't care here's the whole oh, box yeah I feel like that's pretty that's me like kind of like very commonly like that's I it's like a close to everyday situation no you can't have that and then after the I saw something yesterday that was like man this tantrum was like super intense <laughs> thank god it's over we should probably give her a reward for having gone through it <laughs> of how you think you're like oh my god that was so just make it stop yeah no I don't think that's bad I hope you had some Doritos too because that sounds delicious this one's from Cassie says we set up a Santa cam on the tree my son asked for candy and I wouldn't let him have any a few minutes later we heard him talking to the Santa cam about how mom isn't a good listener and is going to lose her toys that's hilarious (laughs) Yeah, Bella's told me, too, that I wasn't getting anything from Santa. And I'm like, duh. That's hilarious. So funny. I love how how um, the toddler or the son was saying that she isn't a good listener. I can just imagine, like, Santa, mom isn't a good listener. So she's not going to get any toys, right, Santa? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Um, okay, from Brittany. Ugh, three-year-old feelings are so difficult. I feel like I deal with them pretty much well, most of the time, but my son has bigger feelings than usual in the past few weeks, and I just lost it on him the other day. Couldn't deal anymore with the screaming over nothing, and I yelled at him to go to his room to take a breath. I felt awful. He needed me to just be calm, and I lost it. On another note, both my kids co-sleep, so I'm tired of them sleeping with me, but I don't know how to get them out of my bed. I have a three-year-old son and an 11-month-old daughter. Oh, I feel it happens. this one. Yeah. I feel this one. Um, No. I listen I lose it a lot I do there there are definitely I would say once a week I kind of lose it I'll hit a wall and then but then I mean I do apologize but I would say once a week I probably lose it and scream and then everybody's just screaming or sometimes when the kids are screaming I go you know what I I can scream too and I'm like (laughs) um man the co-sleeping one yeah, I get that too. I finally got both kids back in their rooms and it it was really just pulling off a Band-Aid and being like, I just can't. I just hit the tired wall where I was like, okay, if I don't do it now, it's just always going to be a part of me. So that's hard. I get it. Do you have a bad mom, good mom? I No, I, I always try to think of these like throughout the week and then I have a good one and then I lose it. But I mean, it's just like every day. It just feels like there's always something every day that makes me feel like, oh, God, like shouldn't I have done that, you know? Um, or- this is funny. When we were going back to when um, my brother was saying I was mean and we were asking my dad, this is kind of a good mom moment. I'm going to use it. Um, Bella was like overhearing this, right? She was like overhearing people say that mom was mean. She was like, mommy is not mean. She was like, Aww. stop, Uncle Zach. Mommy is so nice. And I was like, oh, my God. And then yesterday she called me mean. But she was, like, defending my honor. It was really sweet. And then I felt, like, really great about myself. I was like, see, Bella only speaks the truth. That's Mommy so is not mean. I was like, yes. It was really sweet. <laughs> so you have one? You don't have one? Oh, God. I just feel like, like I said, like, it's just, like, every day there's always something, like, didn't okay. put clothes on Brooks today. Whoops. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. No. I mean, lately has been going to school with dirty nails, and I don't know what she is doing, but every day, oh like, my we gosh. Feel, they're just, like, always 
dirt under her nails. And the, and it makes me feel like a bad, like the teachers think I'm a bad mom. But uh, yesterday she had her holiday program and they were, they um, were recording it. They're doing like rec- the recording part of it. And so she got all dressed up and was all cute. And I curled her hair and she looked so pretty. And then I, as I, we were walking in, I looked at her nails. I was like, oh my gosh, when you get inside, please wash your hands. And then um, this morning she looked at me and she goes, mom, I didn't wash my hands when I went into school yesterday. I go, yeah, I know. I can see they're still dirty. Like, Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. But it, I mean, it makes Charlie, me feel like the teachers are like, ew, like no. they think I'm a bad mom because There's she no has way. dirt under. I don't know what she's doing in the morning, but. I feel like that means that your kid is like out having fun. Like to me, like dirty hands means like that kid like goes and like plays outside and like not like that kid doesn't bathe. It means like that kid is like going to have fun. Yeah. That's what I would think. We do have the door open a lot in the morning and they are in and out, but I'm just like. (laughs) That's probably what it is. Well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. This is all for today. Uh, Please tell a friend about Mommy's Tell All. Um, Again, seriously, thank you for listening. Man, we're almost coming to a year close on this puppy. It's crazy. I can't believe, like, where did this year go? Oh my gosh. Well, you guys, thank you for really sticking it out with us. And and invite your friends to listen as well because we love having new mom friends around here. Yeah, so thank you all and we'll talk to you next week. Bye.